to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Tonight on Universe Box. Video Genome Project comes to Hulu. Peek inside Bell and Beast's romance. And our review of Doctor Strange. This is Universe Box. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie Meeks. This is Universe Box for November 15, 2016. How are you doing tonight, Anne-Marie? I'm doing. How are you doing? I, I am doing well. I am Excellent. doing. I'm also doing swell. Swell. I'm also a little chilly because it's so cold here in Florida. It's like 74 70 degrees. degrees. I'm freezing. It's supposed to get down to like 54 on Sunday <sighs> in the morning. I might actually have to put on socks. My toes will turn to ice. But you know what all this cold weather reminds me of? What? That we have a gift exchange coming <gasps> up. Do, 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 do you want to tell do, people do, about do, our gift do, exchange do, do, do. over on Elfster? Absolutely. So as Bill sort of alluded to, we like to do a holiday gift exchange over on Elfster. We do a fun little, we draw names, you know, a little blind thing. They'll send, you'll get the name and their stuff they like, and you send them a fun gift. Then we'll each take a little video, you send it to us, and we'll do a fun Christmas special. And how many times can I say fun? I don't know. Sign up today. Yeah, and but we'll it'll do it. be excellent. Yeah, we'll do a special Wonderful. episode of Universe Box where we open it up. It's going to be awesome. And hopefully some of our chatters will join in. Because uh, if Wait. you didn't know, we do this live every Tuesday and Thursday night, eight or 10 p.m. EST uh, wrong show. at live.universebox.com. And we have a few in there right now. Where's Fish, Angel T, Monica. And uh, Where's Fish says, was that a beer? No, that was not a beer that I was, was holding up. That was a baby up. wine. Yeah, that was a little baby bottle of wine that I might crack open towards the end of the episode. A little, in about three minutes. A little cab. little cab. A cabinet. I, uh, one other thing before we get into the main meat of the episode, but, well, though. I, I want to add one more after that. Okay, uh, but we just wanted to mention that we do have a newsletter now, which you can sign up to. Uh, Receive. It's a monthly newsletter. Yeah. Where you're going to get a little, hey, this is what's been going on in the land of Universe Box, as well as some behind-the-scenes insight exclusive content from the two of us. We're writing special, mm -hmm. almost mini blog posts, if you will, within each of these uh, Yeah, like this month I, I wrote how we uh, conduct a fair review. And Amory, what did you uh I wrote a little summary of what I thought of The Crown on Netflix. The Crown? So... Yeah, it's definitely, it's a fun little thing. We're only doing it monthly, so we're not going to flood your inbox. Like, I know there's mm -hmm. some people that, like, send out newsletters, like, twice a week. I'm like, yeah. who has that <laughs> much to say that they're not already saying it on their website and podcast? Yeah, and so. you can find links to both of those in the show notes for this episode at universebox.com or in the chat room if you're over in chat. Uh, we, we also wanted to mention real quick that uh, if you could... It would really help us out if you go over and leave us a review on iTunes. We, we have one review. Yeah, we only have one, and we've been doing this for about well, two months now. Well, this is our now. 15th episode, so we should have at least 15. Yeah. That's uh, how I like to so think of it. it you know, just bust out your old iPhone. Uh, just run over to iTunes. If you could leave us a review, even if it's a negative review, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah. It'll just help us get some juice to get uh, some more audience members coming over and stuff. So definitely Absolutely. appreciate it. Let's see. Maybe if we get five reviews or something by Thursday, we'll do something wacky. Mm -hmm. We'll each drink a liter of vodka on air. Oh, no. I don't want to die. We each won't drink a liter of vodka on air. We will do something wacky if we can get five total reviews mm -hmm. by Thursday. 
do it. Sounds like a plan. Okay, and now we're going to look into the world of television and serialized streaming storytelling in Televisionary. So what's up first, Amory? Hulu and the Video Genome Project. So Hulu has announced that their acquisition of the Video Genome Project, the largest database of video content ahead of their live internet-based TV launch. The project will help Hulu to offer higher quality recommendations coming Q1 of 2017, making them a bigger competitor with Netflix. This is very important for Hulu because 75% of the videos watched there come via recommendations. Interesting. What do you think about this? I mean, it's pretty cool that Hulu is going to be updating that data and improving recommendations and that they're adding live content. So hopefully that's really fun. Mm -hmm. I'm still not getting Hulu. Yeah, it's like... I'm still like... I think I got so burnt like when it first came out. I was like, all right, we're going to do this free trial so that I can watch, let's just be honest, Law & Order SVU Live Mm -hmm. because that's what that was the show that I was watching at the time. And it never worked the entire (laughs) month. I was like, and cancel before you charge me. And I'm burnt on it. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, it just also doesn't feel like there's too much exclusive content on Hulu that you can't find somewhere else on the internet. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And, you know, this video genome project is pretty neat. Like they said that it's going to assign genes to each like show or movie or what have you. And it's going to use those to do recommendations instead of actors and genres and stuff like that. And I, I kind of like my recommendations based off actors and genres and themes, mm-hmm. not necessarily whatever this gene that it's assigning to it. Yeah. I'm a little freaked out by it. To be honest, mm-hmm. it just makes me think the Human Genome Project and they're mapping us all. Yeah, I'm kind of of the same opinion. I, I'm not a huge fan of recommendation algorithms in general uh, for mm-hmm. anything. I, 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 algorithms I, I, I kind of I don't want to find things that are like things I already know that I like. Mm-hmm. I, I want to find new things. Yeah, I want to stumble across something that I didn't know I wanted. You know, mm-hmm. something. I mean, so many great things that I found have been that way. Like uh, uh, Breaking Bad, for example, oh, really? uh, was something like that. Uh, or uh, The Leftovers on HBO. I didn't know about that. I just popped it on because it sounded kind of like, yeah. That might be interesting. Yeah. It would have never shown up in a recommendation engine to me, but I, I, I found it myself and I loved it. Uh, you, you know, I'd rather depend on recommendations from friends or random stumbling through a services catalog or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's where you always find the good stuff. Uh, plus, I, like you, I'm not a huge fan of Hulu, and uh, this certainly isn't going to make me return to the service anytime soon, especially since we found... The miracle that is Sling TV. When it works. Minus last night when it didn't work so well when we were trying to watch Gotham. But uh, over over in the chat room, uh, they're very concerned about our health. They're saying, uh, don't drink and podcast. <laughs> Not that much at least, uh, Monica says. And then Angel T says, we still want you guys around. And a liter of vodka is not good for anyone's health. And then Where's Fish says, do a shot. Where's Fish? I would like to refer you to our happy hour uh, drinking game. I posted it last <laughs> Friday where we did an entire happy hour and there's a video of all of the shots. Yes. And it constantly goes, do a shot, 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 do a shot. That's about yeah, all for, from our drunk episode of the old Universe Box. Exactly. Universebox.com, search for drunk, you'll find it. It's it's fantastic. Fantabulous even. <laughs> okay. So we you, slur more then. You know, you already have a drink. Why don't you go ahead and grab some grab some popcorn and find your seat? We're opening up the curtain on Cinematters. 
Tale as old as time. Song as old as rhyme. I don't know the words. I'm going to eat slime. Beauty and the Beast. Amory, what's our next first story if people couldn't have already guessed? Finding Nemo's coming up. No. Finding Nemo, the live action movie starring John Lovitz, is coming to theaters. No. Okay, so it's a tale as old as time, and now we are getting our first extended glimpse into the world of Beauty and the Beast, the live-action movie. From Gaston to the talking teacup to the famous golden dress dance, we get a little bit of everything in this trailer that has broken records. We get a little bit of everything, but not everything. Mm -hmm. There has been, like... Millions upon millions upon like 150 million or something views. 10 million views. 10 million views. I thought, I think yeah. it's actually more than that. Okay. It's more than that. Um, in 24 hours. It's kind of crazy. So I don't really know how I feel about this. So we, I, I don't like the remakes too much. They're good. Disney does a good job. They know what they're doing. They get good people. Everybody involves really awesome. I still don't know how I feel about this. Mm -hmm. I want to like everything about this. I mean, I've, the Jungle Book was really good. It was, but I still had issues with the fact that we were remaking movies, and that's all we've been doing. It feels mm -hmm. like it's just like that's all they're doing now. They're taking all of my childhood classics and they're making them new childhood classics. Like, y'all, just watch the cartoon. <laughs> um, it's a beautiful trailer. It's a, it looks to be a very beautiful movie. Dan Stevens as the Beast seems very odd to me since the only thing I know him from is Downton Abbey. Mm -hmm. um, and Belle is very Hermione. Yes. Not Emma. It's very, uh, all I'm seeing is Hermione. So that's mm -hmm. really hard for me. Yeah. Like I had no problem in Perks of Being a Wallflower. I was, it was very clear. You were able to maintain that separation. The separation. It's a lot harder in this one. Um, mm -hmm. I hear the words. So, you know, like I said, Disney does really good with remakes. And I, maybe I just have a little too much attachment to the original because I was in, like, I don't know, first grade or something when it came out. Mm -hmm. So I'm having trouble going gaga over it. I mean, I'm going to see it probably opening weekend. But I just, I have reservations. Yeah, some thoughts from over in the chat room. Uh, Angel T is super excited for Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> though the live-action Beast oddly makes me think of a angry Mr. Uh, Tumnus. Uh, Monica says, "Open on opens on my birthday." And whereas Fish says, "I've seen a lot of Beauty and the Beast on Once Upon a Time." Yeah. Not crazy about this movie. <laughs> and Angel T says, "I'll give uh, a pass to Beauty and the Beast since it's one of my favorites." So basically, me and Angel on opposite sides of the coin <laughs> with that is like, I'm like, "Don't mess with my classics," and you're like, "Remake the classics." <laughs> Okay, I, they, there were there were a couple things that I had some criticisms. I okay. mean, it, it looks good, but I had some criticisms. I don't like the actor who plays Maurice. Oh, really? Uh, he doesn't seem wacky enough or rotund enough. He's, uh, he's animated. <clears throat> well, I, I'm saying. Oh no, Maurice, wrong guy. Yeah, yeah, Bell's father. Bell's father. We see him for three seconds. But uh, he just didn't seem like uh, Maurice to me. Mm -hmm. I also really don't like that Lumiere looks like a gentleman in like a suit half the time. Mm -hmm. I, I, I make him a candlestick. He's a candlestick. Don't make him try and look human. Uh, the be But speaking of making people look too human, I really feel like, and I have a picture of him up here on screen, the beast looks way too human in the face. He looked much more beast-like, much more animal-like in the face. Like. Jow he, he was jowly. 
Yeah. He, he, he had some jowls going on, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the original movie. Uh, all that being said, it, it this looks like a pretty direct adaptation of the cartoon movie, mm-hmm. which I haven't seen in a few years. So, really? Yeah, it's been years. Hmm. Uh, so I figure if I'm going to see it again, why not just go ahead and watch the live action version next time I feel like dipping my toes back into the water, these waters. Mm-hmm. Uh, aren't they supposed to be French, though? Yep. Yeah, I thought so. And everyone has British accents. That's because they're British Except actors. for Lumiere, of course. Well, Lumiere. Lumiere. Oh, oh. <laughs> Mon chari or something. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Uh, what's our next story, Emery? Miranda and the Mouse. So since Lin-Manuel Miranda left Hamilton this past summer, he has yet to take a break. The creative genius is currently working with <clears throat> Disney on a variety of projects, including the live-action Little Mermaid, an unnamed and an unnamed animated project, with Zootopia's co-director, Byron Howard. Byron Howard. So, this is most excellent, but also quite scary. So, (laughs) Hamilton is amazing, and I should know because this guy over here has not stopped playing it for about a month. Yeah, that's Um, true. And I I just, I don't want Miranda's talents to become dulled and squeaky clean, because Mm -hmm. Hamilton's not. It's very creative and innovative, and I'm afraid of him being Disney-fied. Yeah. Um... You know, like, on the other hand, maybe this will cause Disney to step up their game mm-hmm. a little because they have to match match the talent. Um, so that's, I, I'm again, as with Beauty and the Beast, I'm very conflicted. Also, the fact that they're doing the live-action Little Mermaid, that's, that's <laughs> no, not happy about that. Well, they already had uh, the actress who played the, uh, the little girl superhero in Kick-Ass uh, was cast as uh, cast as the Little Mermaid and she backed out of it already. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, she backed out of it. I forget Chloe something or another. I don't know. Well, I know um, the article uh, Lin-Manuel says that he doesn't even technically have like a job title mm-hmm. on the Little Mermaid yet. He's just there to do what they need him to do. Like if he needs to say, you're a little too underwater in this scene. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he's there. To, he's like, I'll do anything. Cause like his child's name is Sebastian because mm-hmm. of the movie. Yeah. So that's pretty, that's, that's a fan. So I'm hopeful that it's going to like be good. Lin-Manuel Miranda was also quoted as saying, I am not going to waste my shot. I am just like my country. I'm young, scrappy and hungry. I'm not going to waste my shot with Disney. In uh, other news, I can't wait to hear what he did with uh, Moana. Yes. And I get to hear it early. Yeah, you're going to a, a sneak peek. I uh, am going. Disney Parks blog is hosting mm-hmm. a screening this weekend. And thanks to one of my side projects, I get to go see Maybe it. Maybe you can put out a little mini review on the channel. That'd oh, be nice. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and take some video because they're mm-hmm. doing like a full dinner with the screenwriter and stuff. Yeah, but I, I definitely agree with you, Anne-Marie. It's great to see him be Woo-hoo. successful since it's so well-deserved. Uh, but I'm a little afraid that all this Disney collaboration is going to keep him from creating something with as much bite as Ham- Hamilton had. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Hamilton, though, <laughs> uh, we, wouldn't it be great if all of the family-friendly projects that he's doing with Disney right now, like the Mary Poppins sequel that he's going to star in and Moana right. and everything. That's were, the thing, though. That's like four projects yeah. in Disneyland. Wouldn't it be great if they were part of a package deal that would see Disney or one of their subsidiaries create a live-action Hamilton movie? That would be that great. Would, that would be a great shot. I also think it would be nice if we let him redo the Hall of Presidents that's going to be closing for six months very soon. That too. That too. That maybe would be. that. Maybe that's the unnamed animated project. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be 
would be fantastic. I uh, let's see here over in the chat room. Angel T says, "My name is Alexander Hamilton," and uh, Monica <laughs> says, "I loved the movie as a kid. On a more recent watch, I hated it with a passion. Ariel is a spoiled brat." <laughs> uh, time can change your perspective. For there's sure. this problem with parenting. You suddenly start identifying with the parents, and it yeah. really kills movies for you. Sometimes. And that's when you're no longer cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I am not cool. Okay, we're going to get back into the stories in just a second here, but first we wanted to tell you about our Patreon. Now, if you don't know what Patreon is, uh, it's patreon.com slash universebox is our Patreon, by the way. It's a great way you can help support uh, creative projects you love, like, like this podcast. Uh, you can give anywhere from a buck a month to 5 or $10 a month. If you give 25 bucks, you can be a guest on this very podcast. Now, you don't... This one. Yeah, you don't have to just donate on the Patreon. You nope. can also go over to universebox.com and there's a PayPal link. You can uh, donate uh, you know, the amounts we have for the different rewards and you'll get the same thing. If you donate 25 bucks, you're a guest. If you donate $5 per month, this is extra special. Oh. You become a member of the $5 Star Patrons Club. Five, five, five $5 Star Patrons Club. Club. Not only do you uh, get, as a member of the $5 Star Patrons Club, your name read out on every episode of every mm -hmm. podcast we do, but you'll also be shot by Aaron Burr. The people who are going to be shot by Aaron <laughs> Burr in this week's episode is, or, uh, for this month are Becca Baca, Angel, Holly Max 79 Monica Jones, Other Anne Marie, Sage of Earth, Harry Seidler, Timothy Peters, Robert Cattler, Hope Molinax, Karen Horlatcher, and Jessica Gonzalez. You guys are all going to be shot by Aaron Burr, and you guys are all some of our favorite people on Earth. Absolutely. If you want to be one of our favorite people and on Earth, shot by Aaron and Burr. one of yeah, one of uh, his least favorite people on Earth, go to Patreon.com/slash/UniverseBox and, and to remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Okay, let's see. Uh, over here in uh, the chat, uh, we just want to say that. Uh, Where's Fish says, I wouldn't mind seeing a live version of Little Mermaid. I like Splash. And uh, Angel T asked, do we at least survive being shot? Sorry, Angel. Don't waste your shot. I'm not going to waste my shots. I'm the damn fool who shot him. Throw on your headphones and warm up your pipes. We're going to make sure your modern music knowledge is in tune. Monica says, I don't want to be shot. You're not actually going to be shot. We're not going to really shoot you. <laughs> the guy's been dead a while. Okay, so what's our first story, Anne-Marie? Our first story is Neil Young and the Dakota Access uh, pipeline. So we're getting a little serious. I know this um, this past September, musician Neil Young unveiled his protest song, Indian Givers, about the North Dakota Access, or Access pipeline. And this past weekend, he performed the song for protesters at Standing Rock to celebrate his 71st birthday and raise awareness for the cause. Mm -hmm. um, he said, the protesters are prepared to give up their lives. And unfortunately, I think it's going to take for more people to pay attention is that somebody is going to get killed. Mm. I think kind that's of already morbid. kind of happened. It has, I think. Yeah. yeah. So somebody didn't fill him in. Yeah, I, I saw a video of like a reporter getting shot and stuff. It's it's, it's really crazy. It's no and good there. So we promise not to be political until after the election, if at all. Well, here's a little bit for you. Now this is a show about politics. No. It's not. It's um a lot of music stories tend to be political, and I thought I personally think that this one was pretty important. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just a little concerned. Uh, I don't want um 
the pipeline to become a commercial event. It mm-hmm. shouldn't. It really should just be about preserving the sacred and historical lands of the Native yeah. Americans that live there. Well, Neil um, Young kind of has a history of com- exactly. coming in. Exactly. He, he has that sort of history. And that's that's part of why I pulled it is it's like he, he's been doing this for, well, I don't know, at least 50 years mm-hmm. of doing protest type songs and being an activist. And so maybe now that he's getting involved, it'll um, make people of that generation a little bit more sympathetic or pay attention, not just go, hey, it's all those little millennials intense. I don't mm-hmm. know. So there's that. Um, it's just weird, though, because there wasn't there an actress, I think she was on Game of Thrones, who got arrested up there like a few weeks ago. And I mean, that I, I just keep seeing it all over the news and nothing keeps changing. Yeah. So I just want to. This is this is me bringing to light the fact that I think it's important and mm-hmm. needs to stop. Okay. Well, you <laughs> talk, and as Angel T in the chat room says, uh, it's good to raise awareness about this issue. Yeah. Definitely, and uh, you definitely have done that. I'm going to talk about the song. Okay. Okay, because I I went and listened to the song and watched the video and stuff, and it's it's just like most Neil Young political songs. It's a little mm-hmm. too on the nose, but really groovy. He he got really old though. I'm I'm going to show you guys this uh, over here. Oh. And and it's just kind of like it's interesting. The video. It's kind of like riding around in a, on a road trip with your grandpa and he's singing along to the radio. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, it was kind of an interesting sort of video too. And it felt very uh, 70s as well. I, I, but, you know, overall, you know, I, I do think it's important to raise uh, awareness about the issue. But one of the, the refrain in the song was, I wish somebody would share the news talking about the situation. And I hear about this probably once a day, maybe if, uh, definitely a few times a week, if not once a day. You do work at a news station. I do work at I a news like station. I would like to point that out. You work but I'm at a saying, news station. He, he's saying he's saying the news isn't talking about it, and I hear about it a lot well, at right. a news station. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. And I'm not poo-pooing him wanting to raise awareness to the issue or anything right. like that. Uh, but but I, I, I'm just saying the refrain seemed to hit my ear like a little piece of tin or something just mm-hmm. because of that. But I still like the song. It was a really good song. Good. Uh, let's see. Over in the chat room, uh, Angel T says Shailene Woodley got yes, arrested. Shailene Woodley. That uh, is the name issue. of the actress. Yeah, from I, Game of Thrones. I believe Game of Thrones. Okay, now uh, on to something not political at all, Amory. What, what do we got? Kanye for president. So with the results of the recent election, the internet is calling... Yeezy for peasy. (laughs) Calling for Kanye West to live up to his 2015 VMA promise of running for office in 2020. West says that he doesn't have political views, just that he wants to make a difference. Yeezy for president. Yes. I mean, why not? Why not at this point? So um, I did actually see something today about The Rock, you know, 2016 sexiest man alive wanting to (laughs) run for office. So there we go. There's the full ticket. However, I will take um, The Rock and then Yeezy versus Mm. Yeezy then The Rock. A a Yeezy Rock ticket? Well, I'd rather The Rock have a little more control than the Yeezy because if he doesn't like the furniture, he just puts it in storage and doesn't (laughs) do anything productive with it. Now, now, okay, uh, concerning the story, I, I, I could say I wouldn't vote for Kanye West in 2020, but we all know that would be a lie. Uh, they do bring up some interesting parallels with Donald Trump, though, in this uh, article from iHeartRadio. A lack of political experience, an ego that won't quit, and a desire to help people. Uh, it just depends on what type of people, I guess. Ah! 
Uh, but I, I, I don't know. I, I'd probably at least canvas for them. Oh, I'd canvas for them just to see if yeah. in the primaries, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see it happening in the general for me. <laughs> but uh, in, in all serious li- seriousness, I love how unserious this election meme is. It, it's nice after this bitter battle we had throughout the entire election to see some people loosening up and kind of having some fun with it. Because I mean, I don't think anyone's suggesting this seriously. Uh, you know, that's what was said about two years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very. So true. I don't want to actually do anything crazy with that. Um, over in the chat room, Angel points out that. That uh, Shailene Woodley is from Divergent, not okay. Game of Thrones. Like I said, we don't watch the shows. I just knew that there was an actress. Um, and Where's Fish said, I try to pay attention to current events, but this is the first I've heard of this. We're talking about the pipeline. Um, thanks to us and Neil Young. So yeah. we have informed someone of something. And just for the record, Monica is kind of like me in that she's heard about heard about it. Right. A bunch so too, I think so. it just depends on where you are. Protect the drinking water. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. So uh, y- you know what? Enough about this political mumbo jumbo Anne Marie. Uh, what's in the box? You're about to find out. We're, we've each selected a special story to discuss. Let's pop open the, the universe, universe box. We're just getting crazier and crazier. All right, Anne Marie, what's your universe box? Mariah Carey for MAC makeup. She, Miss Mimi is back and with a makeup line from Mac just in time for Christmas. This collection is going to feature her champagne frosted lipstick entitled All I Want, named for her famous Christmas anthem <laughs> that came out last year. I love stuff like this. I just wanted to share that Mariah Carey has her own branded makeup out and Mac makeup is fantastic and feels like clouds on your face. Mm-hmm. So I don't know this for Christmas. I, I have absolutely no opinion on this because, I, this because is, I, I'm more of a Ben Nye kind of guy when it comes to makeup. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, you are. A theatrical makeup. Theatrical makeup. Theatrical. Yes, but I just, I, you know, I thought it was fun. It all looks really pretty and it's Mariah Carey sparkles. Like, yes, please. Do you think, do you think she recorded this uh, from her uh, appoint or what a residency in Vegas that we talked about a few you know, weeks I back? Think she might have. We didn't talk about it. We pulled that one. Oh, did we pull that one? That was a story we pulled. Never mind then. (laughs) Okay. Bloopers, bloopers. All right. Let's see. As far as my universe box, (laughs) I wanted to talk a little bit about a... it's a movie. Uh, it's Justice League Dark, uh, the official trailer uh, from uh, the animated DC films. Uh, so the magical side of the DC universe is here in animated form. Zatanna, Constantine, Deadman, and Sw- Swamp Thing, uh, Etrigan, and others are uniting against and the, the su- rest are uniting against the supernatural threat. Unfortunately, it looks like they're putting Batman front and center to lead the team. Mm. I, I love the idea of this movie and really love the comic that came out during the new 52 reboot, but I hate that DC feels like every animated film has to feature Batman. <laughs> I, I like, I, we like Batman. Yeah, I like Batman. I, sure, he even sells, but the DC universe is so much richer than just Gotham City. Uh, it also looks heavily influenced by the new 52 version of the Justice League. A, uh, and I'm not a huge fan of the new 52 version of the Justice League. I, I, I love the Killing Joke and Return of the Cape Crusaders, their two most recent Batman-related animated movies. So 
hopefully this will turn out okay, or at least okay enough that it doesn't stall plans for the planned live-action version of Justice League Dark that has been in the works for a couple of years and oh, really? is on the slate of DC movies to come out eventually. eventually. Uh, there, it's been through a few uh, creators. Yeah. Uh, What's his name? Guillermo, Guillermo, del, Toro, Guillermo del Toro, who's attached to every project ever. Uh, he's he was attached to this for a while, and he's mm-hmm. gone now. And they have some new guy in there, so hopefully, oh. hopefully it'll work out. So now he's not attached to everything. He's yeah. attached to everything minus one. Minus Justice League Dark, <laughs> but it still it looks pretty good. Yes. Uh, let's see here over in the chat room. Uh, Where's Fish says uh, Batman is hot right now, but I agree with you, Bill. Yeah. And Angel T says Batman is probably the most recognizable, which is why they likely always use him. I would yeah, I would go. say no. I would say Superman, Superman. is more. Re- you can you can anywhere skydive. in the world. Yeah, yeah, you can skydive to a little village in remote Africa, and they'll probably recognize the Superman simple. He's one of five fictional characters in the world that are recognized pretty much everywhere in the world that has ever touched modern society. It's like Sherlock Holmes, Mickey Mouse, uh, Robin Hood, Superman, and someone else. I don't know. Uh, George Jefferson. No, probably not George Jefferson. Uh, and Angel T in the chat room says, well, Superman, Batman, and Superman. Sorry. Maybe, maybe that's it. It's the two of them. <laughs> okay. So, Anne-Marie, we, we have some holidays coming up tomorrow, we right? We do have some very interesting holidays tomorrow. It is fast food day. Mm. Have a party with your bear day. And uh-huh. button day. So you're going to want to take your bear with the fancy big button eyes out for fast food. Yeah, throw him a party at McDonald's. It's a party in my tongue. Get him a Big Mac. So yummy, That'd be good. So yummy, yeah. Okay, so uh, remember to celebrate. The- and you know what? I actually, we usually give uh, some homework here. You can write us, write us contact at universebox.com. Uh, what we want you to do for ne- next episode, write in. And you in the chat room can do this too. Absolutely. Tell us your favorite fast food joint slash food item. Yes. What is your favorite fast food location? Definitely. Okay. Well, you guys are doing that. Uh, what are we excited about this week? We're offering up our recommendations on suggestible. <laughs> and uh, as we've done in the past, uh, we're, since uh, – we we saw we the like same to go thing. see movies yeah and watch tv shows and stuff so we're gonna do a review now we're gonna talk about dr strange dr strange so when surgeon dr stephen strange was in a tragic car accident his hands were ruined after trying all sorts of western medicine for a cure strange heads east for alternatives a quick and powerful learner strange harnesses the eastern magic and defeats the evil villain by bending time and space while outing the ancient one and her deceptions Good, mm-hmm. good. Uh, yeah, little pretty, wrap up. Yeah, definitely uh, good wrap up. So uh, it, it hit all the key points. So uh, let's see. It what, made sense to see this movie in a theater versus like waiting for it to come home, purely because it's so visual. Oh yeah, yeah. It we're showing is, some of the visuals on the video it's right insane. now. Insane. Like the the trailer doesn't do it complete justice. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. The first scene where he gets snapped out of his body, like that was just like mind blowing. And it's not even. It's like. It's jerky. It's mm-hmm. it's really cool. Um, but the story wasn't quite what I was hoping for. Like, I've actually been looking forward to seeing this one since Comic-Con because of the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, there were elements that were good, but there was points where my attention was like, what's that over there? <laughs> and you sh- I don't want to be like, what's that over there? 
Yeah. Um, so on the other hand, the kids absolutely loved every single thing about it, and they were doing the weird hand swirly make a portal thing, like from the second it was introduced. <laughs> like the little guy's been running around. Like I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> would, would you, you want to <laughs> save somebody, or are you just running away? Um, I did like that this movie does not bank on you knowing anything else about any of the other Marvel Universe movies. Mm-hmm. And while it probably sets stuff up because they do name check the Avengers, making it very clear that it is the same universe. Yeah. Um, I didn't need to see them, nor do I feel like I need to continue exploring this world. I, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was a good self-contained story. Yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely, uh, besides the eye of... Agamento, which I think was supposed to be an Infinity Stone or whatever. I I don't think it had really much of any connection to the other movies. Oh, so that was a connection to other things? Yeah, that building up for the Infinity War they're doing. Oh, okay. Uh, Like every Marvel movie they've done since I think Iron Man 2 or something, they found an Infinity Stone. I think that was one of, or was supposed Supposed to be one of them. Well, that would make, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. But yeah, because the... Thanos, the villain, collects them all in a glove, and then he has ultimate power uh, or whatever. Okay. Uh, yeah, and uh, Angel T in the chat room confirms yes, it's uh, the Time Infinity Stone. Mm. Okay, but uh, you know, as Anne Marie mentioned, this film was a visual feast to be sure, even with a lot of Inception ripoff stuff with buildings mm. bending and everything. But like Anne-Marie, the story left me a little wanting. I, I, I've never really read much of Doctor Strange as a solo character. Uh, he's always been more of a good supporting character in like Spider-Man or Fantastic Four. Whenever they have a mystical threat, they go over to Doctor Strange's pad. And, uh, you know, he helps him out for an issue. And then, and that's really my, my experience with the character. Okay. Uh, so, so, you know, I walked into this movie not knowing quite what to expect. Uh, but Cumberbatch's American accent was awful. awful. I, it was completely distracting to me. It ripped me out of the movie the entire time. It, it it's it was like the bizarro version of Dick Van Dyke's accent in Mary Poppins. Like that's what it sounded like to my ear. Uh, it, it also felt like every time there was a place for a big dramatic moment or a big like a, a where you know there should be some gravitas here, they'd spoil it with like some sort of Beyonce joke or something popping in. I don't know if he wasn't saying them right or something because mm-hmm. sometimes those stupid jokes work. They yeah. do, but he was not landing. At least, not in our theater. It wasn't just us. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just us. I, I promise it's not just us spewing the haterade. Yeah. It wasn't just yeah, us. Yeah, but then again, I haven't seen a Marvel movie in forever. It's been years. I And I was hoping this would be the one to maybe win me back into the universe, mm-hmm. uh, especially with Spider-Man Homecoming coming out soon uh, with Michael Keaton as the Vulture. Uh, but sadly, I don't think it did. Uh, but the best I can give it is uh, 14 broken bones in your hand out of 27. You, I, know? you know, I'm going to go a lot. It's, I'm around there. Yeah. I'm around there. And uh, Angel T in the chat room says, at the, or Monica says, at the end of the librarian, I think it, it was stated it was an Infinity Stone. Okay. We didn't stay uh, after, through oh, the credits. Oh, was it like the after credits thing? Because yeah. we were out of there. Yeah. And Angel T says, I got used to his accent, uh, but yes, it was very obvious he's English. So. Okay. So I had issue, another issue I sort of had with this. I didn't write it down, but um, he was basically Sherlock, but a doctor mm-hmm. instead of a detective. Like, yeah. he was the exact same cocky, I know everything, you know nothing guy that mm-hmm. he plays on Sherlock. But much less entertaining. 
Yeah, Angel in the chat room also says uh, how some people interpret it, the jokes weren't supposed to land and it was the librarian's lack of reaction that is meant to be funny. I, we, we, I think I, I use the Beyonce joke, which is with the librarian, as an example. There was uh, a few other things. Yeah, it wasn't just that joke. It was that, the weird thing with the collar where it yeah. like yells at it. Yeah, that was they, one of them. Yeah, I, I also didn't really like the cape as sort of a character, uh, kind of like uh, the carpet from Aladdin or something like that. It just felt, it felt off to me. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, but it, that's us. It, 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 it was visually entertaining <laughs> at the very least. Okay, but, you know, if you disagree with us, we'd love to hear what you think about Doctor Strange or your favorite fast food item. Uh, I mean, really, we can't wait to hear your blathering. Let's hear what listeners have to say in Blather Skype. <laughs> Uh, as always, you can write us, contact at universebox.com, tweet us at universe underscore box. The Facebook group is facebook.com slash groups slash universeboxshow. And you can leave us a voicemail at 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And we did have one we kind wanted to read. Kind of a blather Skype. From Michael Lucero. Okay. Uh, you want to read this? Oh, I got this. <clears throat> Some interesting things going on with Twitter. Someone maybe Bill, but we're not sure, has built a robot version of Bill Meeks and given him his own Twitter account at Bill Meeks Bot. You may remember that from a few weeks ago. This robot has gone rogue and revealed several state secrets that you'll be very shocked to hear. Apparently, Superman secretly became a CIA agent after he returned in Superman Returns, but Clark Kent is actually Jimmy Olsen and he's undercover at a vault in the Superman or at the Disney Bank investigating bankers there. This is an ongoing case, but Clark <laughs> slash Jimmy needs help and wants to meet at several fun-sounding Florida venues. Clark <laughs> slash Jimmy is wearing a wire to record his conversation with the bankers possibly in gym lock in a gym locker room somehow this is connected to the intriguingly named not nautilus theater where we could match for story puzzles and setting after which clark and jimmy needs a pilot can't he fly to take him to the construction worker who's a key witness somehow the real bill meeks who if you want to compliment him call him Dave, and his robot counterpart <laughs> are both involved in the infinite crisis. <laughs> Though the real Bill is, for some reason, drinking Merlot while riding his malware-infested scooter. Not sure how Bill's <laughs> drunken scooter ride ties into Clark and Jimmy's CIA case of the Disney bankers, but anyway, it involves recording a less violent podcast. <laughs> At this point, Bill this podcast could be less violent. I think it could be. At this point, Bill Bot got, gets rude and tells Rebecca to fade or fly away. <clears throat> yes, if, if you want to go over, follow at Bill Meekspot and laugh and laugh, and he will and respond he to responds you. Responds to tweets. That's how this all happened. Yeah, there's people talking to him right now. Actually, Are there? looks like uh, Rebecca Johnson is. So Re okay, Rebecca Johnson told me today that this is the best thing that has ever happened to Twitter. Was Bill Meeks bot <laughs> because Twitter can be Twitter can be angering. It, it can it can make your blood boil. Bill Meeks bot will solve that. Mm -hmm. You know what else will solve that? What? Writing us, contact at universebox.com. Tweet us at universe underscore box. The Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash universeboxshow. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Okay, now it's time for some takeaways. Okay, so the new Beauty and the Beast will literally be a tale as old as time. Uh, grab a Big Mac for America. Neil Young would be a really cool grandpa. 
and Yeezy slash Bill Meekspot for President 2020. Get Bill on Meekspot that ticket. 2020. Okay, so uh, we again, we want to thank our chatters yes. Tuesdays and Thursdays, 10 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com. Monica and Where's Fish and Angel T, you guys are awesome. Absolutely. Emery, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at AMD Simone, and please don't forget to go leave us a review over on iTunes. Yes, definitely. Share don't us forget with a that. friend. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com. Hey, and you, you you can follow my bot at Bill Meek's bot. Uh, so, you, you know, I think that about does it for this week. It's been good. Or, it's been good. It's well, been for great. this episode, we'll be back on Thursday, Thursday. 10 p.m. EST. We're I there. hope to see you there. And until next time, remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside.